0: Welcome to the Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast, starring Q the Boss.
1: Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast. They call me Q the Boss. In this episode, we're talking about what do you value? What do you value? What do you value? value? For those who's interested in jumping in on the topic today, we have a call-in number, 516-253-1150. Let me say that one more time. 516-253-1150. Today we're talking about what do you value? I'm going to talk about it. Listen, listen you know, me and my guys were just sitting here talking. It is normal and, and common. Let me just say this first. First, wait, let me get into this. My first official video is out on YouTube. It's called Legacy. You know, let me give me a, a, my team a round of applause. You know, um, almost 8,000 views in a couple of days. Right? Um, we, 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 we doing numbers. I'm very excited for those who drop in comments. For those who wanna see the new Legacy, this is my first official video. It's called Legacy. I am not a rapper, I am a motivational speaker. So don't ask me, is it rap? Because I'm not a rapper. But definitely, you should go look at the video. It's on my YouTube channel, Empower Dynasty. For those who wanna see it, you can click the link in the bio, you can go see it, one, two, three. Telling you, it's a fire video, it's called Legacy. The one thing I love about that video, is, it, is, uh, is the first uh, track for my album that's coming out. My album that's coming out is called The Fear of the Unknown. For those who don't know, a lot of people fear a lot of things. So we're talking about this thing called The Fear of the Unknown. But today's topic is what do you value? Right? I noticed that a lot of people value a lot of the wrong things. And the sad part is we undervalue ourselves which not realizing that's the most valuable thing that we, can, we should be valuing outside of the relationship we have with our Father in Heavens, which is our God, right? And this is the narrative. I've noticed that tons of people tend to look at all the wrong things. I'm going to tell you something. The reason why I always tell people be conscious of who you hang out with and listen to this good. In most settings, in most cases, most people become what they're around. When you're around People who behave bad, you tend to misbehave. You become the energy of what you continuously be around. People, Most people don't change the energy they're around. It takes a very, very special individual to go around people and to alter their thinking and the way they behave. It's very rare. Most people become what they're around. So by being conscious to what you're around is a reflection of what you are or what you will become. See, it is so much easier to become lazy when you're around lazy people. It is so much easier to not become your better self when you're around people who are not trying to chase becoming their better selves. I noticed a lot of people use this thing called social media to live through other people's lives. They literally sit there every day and observe other people's lives. They don't even uh, plan themselves, right? They'll tell you everything that a a celebrity has going on, but they won't tell you the things they don't have going on. What do you value? To my people on live today. I'm asking you, what do you value? What do you value? I know we all gonna say the generic answer. Me, right? Myself. Give me something other than just yourself. I'm looking at lives. Today I want to do a lot of engagement with my audience today. What do you value? What do you value? Let's see what somebody say on, on a live. My guys in the studio, what do you value? Chris, what do you value, Chris? Your health. I love it, Chris. Chris said his health. That's a big one. (coughs) That's a big one. Dre, what do you value, Dre? He said his health as well, guys. What about you, Tyler? He said, God, his family, and his purpose. So my people on my live right now, Christina said Jesus, right? It's the kid said growth. Betty said family. Somebody said my grandchildren. Someone said God first. Someone said I value life. I just lost my daughter. 10 days ago, I'm sorry to hear that, wow. Put her in your prayers, guys. Wow, 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 losing your daughter. But I'm gonna tell you something, me personally, there's a few things I value, but I definitely value my creator. But uh, outside of just that, I value real energy, real people being around me who care about me. Of course, that's family. I value um uh, just uh, uh, people that's real with me to tell me the truth. I've noticed that tons of us stay around the the wrong energies, but we expect great results, right? And and I've noticed she was only 24. Wow. Sorry to hear that again. Wow. If you want to call in, sister, and you want to tell your story, you can call in right now. 516-253-1150. 516-253-1150. Someone pin that number. 516-253-1150. 1150. It's crazy, man, when you read the things that go on in society. You know, a mother just lost her daughter at 24 years old. Who would expect that? Who would expect that? Right? And and the sad part about it is you know, we we all we always have these issues. And sometimes in life the hardest thing to understand is a thing that's not meant to be understood. You know, they say everything looks very plain cut and dry, but everything is not. Some things in life is not explanatory. You can't explain it. It don't even make sense. But to God, it always does, right? So, again, you, your family's in my prayers. I apologize. You know, my sympathy go out to you. Wow. But, again, what do you value? What do you value? You know, a lot of people put value on finances, economics. I've noticed that this is the more prominent thing, Right? The other day a lady said, if, if, if I was rich, right, I wouldn't have the same problems. I said, you're sick, right? So what would money do to for someone that's sick? Right? But in her mind, the money would just remove all the problems. We tend to believe that, right? But being able to wake up today, having a sane mind, being healthy, takes the back burner to economics. And it's sad. Because the reality of all things, I think the things that should matter more are the things that money can't buy. I think those are the things that should matter more. But we overvalue the money. I'm going to tell you something. Some of the most unhappy people I've ever met are very financially stable. Because a lot of them, in their way of chasing their success, they bring a lot of fake energy around them. So ultimately what happens is the people that see and claim that they love them is always the people that want something for them. So if they can't produce economics, these people don't have no value for them. I'm going to tell you a quick story. Right, let me go into this. And I had a discussion with someone that I'm close with. It's a family member. And I'm going to blow your mind. One time, the person that I'm talking about Pretends as if I owe them something, right? And it's so funny because when I went through my darkest moments, the person never was there, right? But then you come home, right, from prison. You worked hard. You built yourself up. And now here come people acting like you owe them something. Meanwhile, when you were at your lowest moments, they weren't there. And I find that to be crazy because I've noticed it so much where people really expect you just to... Care for them. I, and you know, one of the person I'm talking about, I said, when I was at my lowest moment and you weren't there, you kind of ended our relationship right there. Right? Because when I left that situation, I remember who wasn't there and who, who, who pretended as if they would be there, but they weren't there. So guess what? I left it alone. So I was able to see the reality of that person. And then when I came home, I didn't have absolutely nothing. The person never was still there, right? But now things are starting to move for me. The person is coming around. So that shows you right there that you're just an opportunist. Because someone that loves you and cares for you would want to be there whether you're winning or losing, right? Even not economically. What about the emotional support? To a lot of people that understand people that come home from prison or that, you know, that's been in the military. I think you got to create a structure around them to give to show them the support, right? And I didn't get the support. I felt like I had to figure it out. And the sad part is, a lot of the times we don't talk about the PTSD. We don't talk about the traumas. We don't talk about the experience that people experience in prison, right? And it's, it's a lot. You know, you go from seeing bells ringing where somebody's getting cut, someone's getting uh, uh, stabbed, right? Someone's getting beat up. Every day, you see this as a normal. Then you come home into the world and you're supposed to just readjust. And that's not reality. It's not that simple. Because you can't just turn off the experiences you just had. And that's the issue. But the problem is a lot of people, they judge these people. They don't support these people. So when you go through your worst trials and your tribulations, you ultimately start looking at people who say they would have been there for you as not, 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 not what you thought they are. Or you don't even want them around you because you see that they were fake. But when you were losing, you didn't want to be around me. But now you're winning. Here they come. It's called entitlement, man. I feel like a lot of people are very entitled. Very entitled. Especially to things they didn't accomplish. If a person has worked their behind off to get to a level and they choose to do something for you, you should be very grateful. Because they don't owe you anything. Right? What do you value? You value, only the thing we value is when people are giving you things. It's sad. We don't value the relationship, someone supporting me, someone being there, someone consistently being honest with me. These are the things I feel like we should value more. But that takes the back burner. Why does it take the back burner? Because we are in such a materialistic society that materialism is glorified. And then we dumb down the people that don't value the material. Some of the most happiest people are the people who have consistent income, who have great people around them, and they know for a fact they enjoy the people that that love them, right? And that's the problem. Your life is already preordained. I could believe that, Chaos. I believe it. A lot of the things that we go through in life is preordained. It's meant to happen, right? And it's because it's making you who you are. And sometimes I feel like some of the most prominent people definitely have the craziest stories. But a lot of the people who want to be these most prominent people don't want to go through anything. And that's unfair, right? But I've learned that being who who you want to become every day, you got to be around people that are comfortably allowing you to be that person. I can respect a thief, right? Because I know this person is a thief. I know how to deal with them. The hardest thing is to deal with someone who's like a chameleon. They always shed in their stripes. You don't know who they are for the day. That is the hardest person to deal with. They're inconsistent. You don't know who they are. That's how a lot of people in the world are today. They don't even know themselves anymore because they lie so much on who they are. They value materialism. I'm going to go on record and say this. There's a saying. That used to bother me a lot. And at times, I've seen it. But is it true? I don't know. I want my people on my live, do you agree or disagree with this statement? It said, the flyest black person in the room is usually the brokest black person in the room. Do you agree with this statement? And it's sad because I've heard it so long that I said, I'm going to come on our podcast today and talk about it. Someone said it. Someone just said, I agree. Someone said, I agree. They said, the flyest black person in the room is usually the brokest black person in the room. Well, excuse me, the flyest black person in the room is usually the brokest. Someone else said, I agree. Someone else said, true. Someone else says, yes. So, I've heard this statement for so long. And the problem with this whole mentality is, when you start faking that you're successful, you ultimately start believing that you're successful, ultimately doing nothing to become successful. Let me say that one more time. When you keep constantly faking like you're successful, you ultimately start believing that you're successful. And then what happens is when you believe that you're successful, you stop doing things to ultimately become successful. So therefore you already believe that you're already there. The mind is one of the most powerful things I think that our creator has ever given us. A person could believe their own lie if they tell themselves something enough. Genuinely. A person can look at themselves and honestly believe the most craziest things about themselves. I'll tell you a story. I know a dude who I've known for like 20 years, maybe longer, 25 years, right? We was at a party the other day, and when I saw him, and I don't care if he get mad, I told him this the other day. When I saw him, he started telling me, "What's good, bro?" I'm like, "What's good?" He was like, he was with a couple of new people I've never seen him around. So he started giving me this energy like he was this tough guy. And I'm like, bro, you wait till you're almost 40 years old to want to be tough? I never knew you to be tough. Like, why are you like this? In his mind, he was so insecure that he had to behave like this because it made him feel good about what he should have been already done. That's something you do in your childish stages. Most people that are still older still behaving like that is because they're extremely insecure still. I'm like, bro, you're not tough. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, bro, come on, sit down. You know, you, you know how I get it in and how I'm like, you sound crazy to me. I'm like, why, why are we not sitting here saying how are our children doing and the, the the things we're trying to put our children and our family in better positions? At this age, I think that's supposed to be the conversation. The metric of success, to me, and a man is the position he puts his family in. That's the metric. I'm gonna say that one more time. The metric of a man and a woman. Is the position that he or she puts her family in. If a person said that they're successful and their family are are not even uh, working together or doing anything, it's so much dysfunction. I don't think that's success. I think sometimes in life, the most successful people are the ones who are willing to walk away from family members who are considered dysfunctional because they're a distraction to what the team is trying to uh, get to. So if the person is keeping a distraction to what the team is trying to build, then ultimately you have to walk away. See, we got to stop saying we're going to stay loyal to people who are not trying to help us grow. We got to stop saying we're going to stay loyal to people who don't want to grow. We got to stop saying loyal to people who are only challenging us to be our ourselves. But we'll stay loyal to it because we get comfortable. And a comfortable mind will ultimately stay and play the victim. See, when you become the victim mentality, everything is against you. And it is an excuse is you. You need an excuse. Because it's what you value. You value the people that give you the excuse. They accommodate your lie. Right? You came to the party empty-handed, but you're the one grabbing everything. And that's how it is. You didn't come to this party and brought something to the table. You came to the party empty-handed, and you're the first person looking to grab something. And that's the problem with a lot of us. We come to these parties called life empty-handed. We don't do anything with our lives, but we're still looking for a great return. You're trying to put nothing into the pot, but you want a great return. And that's what a lot of people want. Let me say that one more time. They come to the party empty-handed, but they're also always expecting something. That's how a lot of people are. It's a mentality. And this mentality has been regurgitated so many times that people genuinely think like this. Most people that I know and I see personally thrive better in toxicity. They like toxic people around them. They're very toxic. And when you're not toxic, they feel uncomfortable with you to the point where they can, your energy and their energy don't even mesh, to the point they don't even like coming around you. So what they do is they try to create a bad stigma about you because they know for a fact, you're the water to their oil. Y'all can't mix. It's the truth. And y'all never mix because a negative and a positive is never meant to mix, right? In order to kill negative, we got to be positive. A person said to me the other day, what was my greatest transition? I said, when I started looking at life from a different, a different lens, a different perspective. A person asked me the other day, when did my life change? And I said, my life changed when I started looking at life through a different lens. He said, elaborate on a lens. I said, for instance, everyone knows that it rains the most random times, right? Sometimes we don't even want the rain, but it has to rain, right? So rather than saying, damn, this rain messed up my weekend, why don't you say, at least I don't have to water my grass? That's a different way to look at life, right? Say something like, man, I got, I got to work late, but at least I didn't, get, I didn't get in a car accident. Because you could have been speeding and got into an accident. There are certain things in life you got to look at from a different lens, right? If a person stops hanging out with you or calling you, you should say, damn, maybe I just lost the devil out of my life. And that's how life is. I don't lose good people, right? Every person that came in my life for a reason, I still have access to them. I've noticed the only people I don't have access to anymore are the people that came in my life with no purpose. Every single time someone came in my life and they've been removed, I've noticed that was the people that didn't serve a purpose. I'm going to tell you something. One time, Meek Mill said he got on his knees and prayed that God to remove all the bad people out of his life, and he said he noticed he started losing friends. I genuinely believe that. There are tons of people who, who come in your life for a reason, and some people come in your life for a season. Knowing the difference. Seasonal people and reasonable people. What is the purpose of these people? And sometimes we ultimately lower our value to stay around people who don't value us. What is your value? Your value is what you believe it to be. Every person that walks earth has a value. I don't care if you rich, poor, or indifferent. Everyone is valuable. But the problem is some of us put a very low price tag on us and wonder why we keep being purchased by people that don't have a value. And that's the truth. We put the low price tag on ourselves. We don't see ourselves as a big-ticket item. You have to see yourself as a big-ticket item. A guy said to me the other day that this girl wasn't cute, and I said to her, she has a right to feel that she's the most attractive thing on two feet. He said, but she's not. I said, that's your opinion. But she has every right to feel that way. He said, why do you say that? I said, because she got to be herself to the day she, dies. she needs to love herself and have extreme confidence in herself. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You you trying to what you're trying to do is put your value on her because of how you view her, and you want her to view herself as this value because that's what you view her as. How unfair are you? That is crazy. I might not be attracted to her, he might not be attracted to her, but that's not her value is not measured by me. Only way I can measure that value is because of the fact that I don't want to be in a relationship with her. But that don't mean that's the totality of her value. That sounds crazy when a human can look at another human and say, because I'm not physically attracted to you, that means you have no value. You sick. That's some sick crap. Listen to that garbage. And I will not cosign to that. So to my big BBWs and my Slims, whatever, my natural beauties, whatever you want to call them, I don't care if you even got your body done. I don't care. If you love yourself, you love yourself, right? Long as you're not going under the knife because of the fact that you feel like you need acceptance from somebody else. If you had a complex about yourself, let's say I had a, a gap, and the gap always bothered me. I got older, I got a couple dollars, I want to fix it. That's my I, I can do that. But if I'm doing it because I'm worried about what people think, that's an insecurity. So if a woman is getting her body done because of insecurities, that's not good. But if she doesn't like the way something looks, maybe she's older. You want to tighten up her body. I don't see nothing wrong with that. But just be careful what doctor and what person you're choosing to do it. Right? Teach his own. I cannot sit here and be the body police. You're not allowed to get a W, a BBO. Come on, man. That's your, that's your business. Right? Come on. We're not going to do that. For somebody want to come and call in right now, 516-253-1150. 516-253-1150. Call in right now if you want to talk on this topic. Today we're talking about what is your value. What is your value? I think a lot of people get caught up in a, in a, in a society standard of what's pretty and what's not pretty. I think we get caught up in society standard of what's successful and what's not successful. And I'm going to tell you something funny. The biggest myth I've noticed And I want to tell my ladies this. There's a myth that a lot of people are pushing on social media about economics. Right? Stay with me, guys. There's a big myth that's pushed on social media today about economics. It ultimately talks about a man being a high earner and a man not being a high earner. Here's the narrative. In most cases, the high earner is considered the guy who makes six figures. Right, but here's the narrative: six figures is about four to six percent of the country's population. That means ninety-four percent will not make six figures. If an average person makes forty to fifty k, right, that means that person is above average, which makes them a high earner. But the problem is, we've taken the most elite elites and made them the standard, and ultimately devaluing the people who don't, who actually fall into common, very valuable people. Well, now we devalue it because we don't understand economics. It's not the truth. That, that narrative of a six-figure earner, it's not a lot of them, right? It's only but, what, 300 uh, seats in the NBA, right? These guys are high, high, high-earning men. It's only but 30 rappers that's really making money, probably. If that. Right, so it's the reality is most of the celebrities, a lot of them live paycheck to paycheck, just like everybody else. You have people who have notoriety, but here's the logic: I always ask this one question. How come celebrities and influencers love show you their vacations, they love show you in the cars? Why a lot of them don't like you see where they live at? Your most valuable asset is supposed to be where you live. Why a lot of them don't show where they live at? The math ain't mapping. Let me say that one more time. The math ain't mapping to me. Because, again, it is so easy to put nice clothes on you. You have so many people wearing fake clothes that you can't even tell. Right? Everybody ain't wearing real clothes. It's a lot of people wearing fake stuff. A lot of people have fake jewelry. You have, listen, anybody has a social media right now. Let's just have a conversation about this. Look at how many people on social media are selling fake jewelry. The only reason why they're pushing these fake jewelry websites is because people are buying it. It's common sense. Why would they push it if no one was buying it? See the narrative? So be conscious of who you're comparing yourself to life-wise. Because some of the people who look like they're doing better than you are actually doing worse. They're just good at the the, 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 the illusion, propaganda. A lot of people don't see the realities of life because we're so caught up in watching other people. See, that's the only thing I don't like about social media. It's giving us a window to overly exert ourselves staring into somebody else's life. And sometimes, I'm going to tell you something. Most people won't post the things that's negative about themselves. They will post good things. I've never seen no one post their blooper reels of their life. They're going to post their greatest moments, right? Who shoots a video which shows all of their mess-ups? I've never seen it. Because that's the reality. Everyone wants to look like they're perfect. Social media makes everyone's life look so perfect. So now you sit down every day and look at your your man. This is my ladies. They'll look at their man and say, I can't stand him because Tasha and Mike flying out every week. But you don't even know that Tasha and Mike live in Tasha's mother's house and he's not paying no real bills. That's why Tasha can fly out every weekend. Mike owns a house and him and his woman is fighting to pay bills. They're adult dating. The other couple is, is childhood dating. Because it's, the relationship is so codependent on somebody else. And that's what you, we don't look at. We look at this life through a small lens. We don't look at the bigger picture. Gotta look at the bigger picture. What's the bigger picture? When a person who learns the, the illusion becomes great at the illusion, ultimately making you believe that they're doing better than what they're doing. They say the math ain't mapping. God, stay with me. The, guy, the math is not mathing. It don't make sense. We're so caught up in perception. What is your value? Your value is not because of the fact that you could buy material things, right? Your value should be measured based on the fact that you are out here making yourself your better self, and you're working on yourself every day. One thing about life, and I want everybody to understand this, no human will ever walk Earth again that will be perfect. None of us are perfect. But the beauty is when a person can see you from your past and when they look at you today, they don't even recognize you for the better reasons. Let me say this one more time. The best person or the person I can meet today is a person that I've known for years and when I see them today, I don't recognize them because they've grown so much. That's when we talk about the difference between aging and growing. A lot of people are growing, but they're not, I mean, not, not, they're aging, but they're not growing. That's the problem. You're aging, but you're not growing. That means the mind is stagnated. And as a mind stays stagnated, it will condition itself to ultimately cling on to what it feels comfortable with. That's how the human is designed. Most human are pack animals. They herd with the pack. So a loser will always hang out with a loser because he herds with the losers and they make him feel like he's not a loser. Not challenging himself. Notice there's a dilemma going on right now that they talk about a lot. They say things like this. If a black woman has standards, and I'm going to say this on record, let me just say, not even black, a woman. If a woman has standards and requirements of what she needs to be comfortable in a relationship, in most cases, they'll say something like this. She's uh, very argumentative, very combative, and she's very uh, needy, right? But the problem is this. A person with standards usually challenges you to become your better self. When you date someone who really has standards, either A, the man will measure himself up, or B, he's going to diss this woman and try to make her lower her standards because of the fact that he doesn't want to meet her standards. And that's the logic. But what he's going to do is he's going to make her sound like she's crazy, but he don't see how crazy he is because he's trying to make her think the way he wants her to think. The math ain't math. The math ain't mathing, Right? Watch the narrative. Same narrative. I can use it from a woman's perspective. The woman that calls the guy broke is the woman that's usually begging the man to spend money on her. The math ain't mathing. Let me say that one more time. In most cases, the woman that calls the man broke is the woman that's always looking for a man to spend money on her. So who's really broke in the situation? Is it the person that don't want to spend his money on somebody? Or is it the person that's looking for someone to spend the money on him? I think it's the person that's looking to spend the money on him. The math ain't mathin'. And that's the reality of all things. Guys, we could have this conversation all day. But the problem is, will you be willing to listen to it? Are you hearing truth or you want to hear a lie? The agenda that's being pushed is to cause friction, uh, or separation, and ultimately understanding, dividing, and you shall conquer. That's what society is all about, is division. If I can make whites hate blacks, I can make blacks hate Hispanics, I can make women hate men, I can make the older people hate the younger people, the younger people hate the older people, all there is is division. And it works that way because of the fact that they understand that there's an agenda that's being pushed, right? If men and women, if I tell you the success rate in a husband and wife is 70%, right? If I told you the failure rate in a single mother is 70%, who wins from this agenda? The wealthy. Because the wealthy make money off of mass incarceration. They make money on the IEPs of our children because of the fact that they have behavior problems, because of the fact that someone's not in the house strong enough to sit them down. And I hate to say this, a lot of times single mothers, they feel so guilty that the dad's not there and they try to accommodate the kid. I've seen this so many times. So I don't fault them because women are very emotional and she feels sorry for her own child. I get it. I see both scenarios. I see women who are very strict and very disciplined, so therefore they were hard on their children and they get better results. Then I see that there was was a lot of women who felt bad because their dad wasn't there, so they were too easy on the children. I see both scenarios. My mother wasn't. My mother was hard. So when people say, yo, you're very alpha, I'm like, I wonder why. So a woman can raise a son until a, a a man, she can. It depends on how she does it, but she has to also understand that she has to put tons of positive role models and influences around this guy. Let me say that again. A A woman can raise a man, but naturally the job of a man will be easier to accomplish and to understand coming from a man, right? It is easier to understand the job, knowing your role. If you get hired to a job and you don't have no experience that's taught you this job, it's going to take a while for you to understand and learn your job, what it entails. But when you have a man teaching you these things, it's easier to understand it. A lot of us don't know our value, right? I listen to tons of couples complain about the person that they're dating. And the problem with this is a lot of the times we talk about the people who do us wrong, right? The one thing I've noticed that we tend to not talk about and is always ignored is why do we allow it? Let me say that again. A lot of the times men talk about how horrible women are. Women talk about how horrible men are. And I always look back and say, wait, he treated you bad for five years. That is 60 months. Brother, he treated you, she treated you bad for 60 months. It took you 60 months to realize that that relationship was no good? That long? So you know what that means, right? That person is insecure. Insecure people attach themselves to things that make them feel like they're accommodating. That's how insecure people do. And then what happens is the narcissist which can be a woman or a man, will find your flaws and exploit it by taking advantage of you. They know that you're insecure. They know that you feel like you need someone. So the fact that they know that, they take advantage of you because of the fact that you don't know your own value. And that's the truth. Not needing someone in life is being an adult. Right? Being an adult is not needing someone. After a certain level of life, ladies and gentlemen, you should always be proud that you don't need a man. You should be proud that you don't need a woman. You should want your person, right? But understanding that your person should be helping you make your lives better. Lives, I said it with a plural. Two people, right? And that's the reality. But if you're still looking at your woman as the, you know, your, your beneficiary of you, you her, what she accomplished to, to make your life better, then you're, you're already lost. And that's the reality. Men, you should be looking at your woman as your helpmate. Ladies, you should be looking at your husband as a helpmate. Here's the dilemma. We base the economics on what's a successful relationship. Success doesn't have to always be the metric being the economics. There are some men who are not great uh, alpha men, but they're great betas and meaning great role players to what you're trying to build. They're good at it. Some women are better role players at what the man is trying to build. You just have to know who you are. If you know that you're a very, 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 very um, determined person, and you know your mate isn't, if your mate supports you, that's a big plus, right? Because some guys, you know, let's look at it like this. Success at this point, meaning discipline-wise, is like a person going to college, graduating college, Willing to go to medical school and become a doctor. That's like doing 12th grade all over again. 12 years of schooling all over again. How many people have that discipline? To go to all the way through high school, right? Then graduate high school and start from first grade all the way to 12th grade again. How many people have that discipline? It's a very rare person. That's success. When when people understand how hard success really is, they'll get it even more. There's a lot of hypothetical people believing that success is easy. Success isn't easy. It's the person that's willing to do more than the average is willing to do. An unsuccessful person tends to want to do less than average and still have more. That's why they're unsuccessful. Because they believe that they're so special that life is going to happen easier for them because, I don't know why, whoever created this narrative. The reality of all things is successful people tend to work harder than anybody else. It's just the truth. But you have to know your value. It's what you put value to will ultimately become you. If you put value in your relationship and not yourself, you're going to ultimately value the relationship more than you're going to value yourself. Let me say this again. What you put value in will ultimately become what you will value. If I value my relationship more than I value myself, that says that I'm insecure about myself. That means I undervalue myself. And a person that knows that, we live in a world now where more people will take advantage if they know that to be true. If a person knows that you are willing to accommodate everything they're doing and you're not worried about yourself, they're going to take advantage. Because you have something called givers and you have something called takers. And then it is the ones that are the mediums, meaning they're, they, they're in between givers and takers. More people in this world are takers. And if you are a giver... If you date a taker, you're going to always be getting taken from. Because they're takers. They're not givers. Some people need to find out find people that pour into them also. Stop just pouring into people who are really not pouring into you. The problem is we keep looking for people to pour into us when we're not pouring into ourselves. Your cup is empty and you're still out here trying to pour into others' cups. When does that make sense? You're running on low fumes, and you're worried about putting gas in somebody else's car. It's your energy. And you have to understand that. God will make a way. God has made the way, and you're giving it away. Right? And that's the reality. Learning that sometimes it's okay to be selfish at times, because you got to put yourself in the positions before you can help others. That's the real win. Jay-Z said a line. He said, how could I help the poor if I'm one of them? How can you help the poor if you're one of them? How? You got to win the race. And then you can help out others. But sometimes prematurely, we try to do too much and ultimately lose. And what happens is the person that tends to keep trying to help people, when he falls or she falls, nobody's there to pick them up. Because they never built their own safety net. What is your value? What is your value? What is your value? We got to learn that some of the people that we've invited in our lives, and I say this comfortably, if you are an adult and you're sitting here talking about there's negative people in my life, I mean you're negative as out too. You're negative. And I'm going to say why you're negative, because there's no negative people in, in my life anymore. And the reason why they're in, in my, not in my life because I don't give them access. At some point or another, you have to allow them. It's like inviting the devil into your home. There is no way a person can continuously be in your life if you don't allow it. You allow it. When people show you who you are, most people's problem is they try to fight the red flag so long of what this person has shown you, ultimately thinking this person has changed. I'm going to tell you something. The person didn't change. The circumstances changed. The reason why the person is acting like they changed because maybe they need you more than they ever needed you before. So now they're going to play the game again. And that's the reality. When a person has access to you the first time, it shouldn't be a problem. And now you got to deal with them six and seven times for you to realize that they see value in you. It's because you don't value yourself. What is your value? Your value is what you give it. And by allowing someone to continuously hurt you and, and play with your feelings... It's giving them access to do it. So you need to ask yourself this question. Self, why do I continue to allow it? You invite these people into your life. Why is there an energy, of, uh, it goes off that I can take advantage of this person? Who do you think gives that energy off? This is when you have to have something called self-awareness and start looking into one's self, like, why? Why is this? And as long as you keep not answering this question, you're going to keep having problems. Maybe you should say, you know what? Maybe I choose these bad guys because I didn't have a great role model, right? Which was my father. So therefore, I choose these guys who need tons of work. And then I think that I'm strong enough to fix them. And then when it don't go the way I thought it would go in my head, I start talking about how bad men are. I think that person has the problem. I think we solved the, the problem. Men, stop dating these women who are broken and who have problems psychologically, trying to play therapist, when you know for a fact you're not a therapist. You can't fix somebody's psychological traumas. That person has to embrace and want to fix their traumas. They need to seek refuge, which is called help. Therapy. You cannot fix somebody, right? In most cases, people are only as loyal as to what they can get from you. And when you allow it to continue to happen, they're going to always cling to what they want from you. Because you allow it. And the truth of the matter is, I don't want to hear somebody say, oh, he takes it, but you allow it. Stop, a, when one of your friends call your phone and say, girl, you always this one, you allow it. Say it straight up. When a man calls your phone and say, yo, she got caught talking to her, you allowed it. We don't want to hear it anymore. It's what you are allowing because you don't know your own value. That's the problem. Everyone will, if you tell me to put a price tag on something right now that I want for free, I'm going to go put it at the lowest price to pay for it. I've never seen nobody walk up to a, a shirt that they want. You go to, go to go to your favorite store right now, right? And let's say it's Burberry. Let's say it's Louis Vuitton. And Louis Vuitton say, hey, your favorite shirt is where? You say, that's my favorite shirt right there. If Louis Vuitton say, go put a price tag on that shirt. What person is going to put the highest price tag on that shirt? And that's the same thing some of y'all on my live are today. Y'all that high value Louis Vuitton shirt, but you allowing people to stay in your life and they keep lowering your value. You don't know your value. You don't know your worth. And you keep accepting it because you keep allowing people to tell you what your worth is. And as long as people keep telling you your worth, it will never be what you're worth. And that's the truth. And you allow it. And you allow it. And the sad part about allowing it, you're going to always play the victim. You're not the victim. You are the victim because you're the one that's embracing the victimess. You're the one that wants it. You're luring it. You're calling for it. And you know what happens? When you get lonely, you call them back. You know what happens? When you get lonely, you call her back. Because you're insecure. You should be seeking help. Rather than running to someone's lap, you should be running to a, a, a psychologist. Because there is clearly something wrong. It's emotionally distressed. There's trauma there. Something is wrong. It's a coincidence that every single man this woman is dating is a bad man. That I mean, you're attracted to nothing but bad men. Wouldn't you agree? Every man you cheat is verbally and physically abusive? You think every man that walks earth is verbally and physically abusive? You think every woman that walks earth is a cheater? You think every woman that walks around is promiscuous? I think that's your attractions. Because you don't know your worth. You have allowed yourself to believe that you aren't worthy of anything other than what you have. You have allowed yourself to believe that life is supposed to be hard for you for the rest of your life. And in anything that comes in your life, you know what the sad part is I see a lot of times? A lot of people will say things like, ain't no good man out here. And then I'll see the guys that surround them. And I'm like, the problem is, you don't put all the good guys in the friend zone. Let me say that again. A lot of the times when women say that a lot of guys aren't good guys, I say the reason why you don't see it, because all the good guys, you put them in the friend zone. All the bad guys, you've taken them serious. And vice versa for you men. A lot of the times the men that say that the women aren't good is because you're not, they're not attracted to the women that's not drama. They like it. They love drama. And then when you tell them the opposite, they get upset. But the truth itself sets you free. You need to embrace your truth. Face your reality. Stop lying to yourself. We always have problems, but not seeing that our problems will ultimately be a hindrance for our, the rest of the duration of our lives until we embrace our own traumas. Everyone has some form of trauma. We've all been through something. PTSD is real, trauma is real. All of these things are real, right? Some people are attracted to toxic people. They are. They are. That's what they look for. You have some women that walk around here every day looking for the scammers, the drug dealers, and the, gold, the D-Boys, and then they get mad at the results of it. And I'm like, but look at every time you date, every man you entertain. You have some women that be like, a lot of men try to holler at me. But it's coincidence that every man you've given your phone number is the same type of person. The guy Mike that used to put his hands on you is now dressed up as Tyrone Because sometimes you'll meet the new guy that the girl dates, and you'll be like, wow, it is the same person. Come on, stay with me, guys. you never seen a person when they move on to another person it's like, it's the same person? Within minutes, you can see it? You can see the guy's insecure. You can see the guy's controlling. You can see it all. I'm like, but that's what you keep choosing. We're going to blame society, though, right? We're going to blame society. And I'm like, it's you. It's you. This man is insecure. Ladies, and I'm going to go on record and say this to y'all. Y'all have more power than you think you do. See, the problem is sometimes you allow us to slick talk you into getting what we want too fast. And ultimately, once you give the man the prize, the man tends to show you who he truly is. Won't you say something like this? Our first date, Let's let's go to places that where he can't expose his hand and also stop telling him so much. So many women tell us the playbook they tell us, first down, we're going to run the ball to the right. And guess what the man does? He put his defense to line up to stop the run to the right, right? It's like a play-by-play. Women, y'all tell us everything. And the men play on the fact that y'all think that we, 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 we listen to everything you say. And the sad part is, you meet the representative. Men, you meet the representative. Women, you meet the, meet the representative and a representative will keep coming because you want to believe something is not there that isn't. You've created a mentality where this guy is what you've created in your mind. It's not what he's doing, it's what he saying. Tons of people get so caught up in what people say and not in what they do. A person can do absolutely nothing but tell you a lot, and guess what you're going to do? You're going to believe it. A person can say, you know what, I'm going to go look for a job, you done sat here for six months and watched that man not look for no job, and you believe he's gonna get up on the sixth, seventh month? <sighs> wow. And that's the truth. You shouldn't have to beg someone to be their better self. You should have to beg someone to respect you. This is something that you should demand. As long as you're gonna be in my presence, you're gonna respect me. You know why? Because I'm going to respect you. And if you can't respect me, you will not have access to me. And that's what it is. That's knowing your value. That's knowing your worth. When you keep allowing people to come in your life who are not treating you like that, who are not respecting you, that's you. Because you determine that. And that's the truth. Let me get on my line. Someone want to call in right now and talk about this topic. 516 253 Someone call in right now. 516 253 1150. One more time. 516 253 1150. Someone jump on this live right now to call in. Listen, you can't no longer play the victim when you're the one choosing the trauma. Let me say that one more time. And I want everyone on my live to hear it. Right? Stay with me. You cannot play the victim when you're the one constantly still choosing your traumas. It is a conscious decision to entertain a loser. It is a conscious decision to entertain someone that don't respect you. This is conscious. This is not a mistake. Because within minutes, you're like, wait, he just started talking. He talking to her like that? Wait. Him and her just started talking. Is she talking to him like that? You allow that. And that's the truth. That is not a a victim. That is a conscious decision. I'm going to choose to put their feelings before mine. I'm going to respect them but allow them to disrespect me. That's a conscious decision. That's a choice. We got to stop using these words. Wrong. He's taking advantage of me. Who allows it? He's hurting my feelings. Who allows it? He puts his hands on me. Who allows it? We're gonna answer this call, guys, right now. Caller, caller, what's going on, Cola?
0: Hi. How you doing? Okay.
1: What's going on? What you want to add to the conversation today?
0: Um, I think people should date intentionally. I think that's what's lost. Now you're talking. Intentionality.
1: And I can tell you, a mature woman, aren't you? I'm sorry? You're a mature woman, I can tell. Am I a
0: woman?
1: No, you're a mature woman. Mature. Yes,
0: yes. I can
1: I'm tell 62. because we should all date with intentions. Yes. In transparency, let us know what's the, what is the what is the mission, what's the goal? What are we doing here? I believe that's
0: what's been lost, There's the intentionality. I agree. People are so quick to jump in the bedroom, you know? And and they don't take time to talk. She's right. And they don't take time to explain and and verbalize healthy boundaries.
1: I agree hundred percent.
0: We're uh, men and women are already compatible. We're already compatible. You're female, I'm male. We're yes. already compatible. That part does not need to be explored. Yes. What needs to be discussed is boundaries, domestic responsibilities, financial responsibilities. And we need to know emotionally where someone is. We need to check in and see where they are emotionally. I agree. You know, people have been through so much trauma in life, and they repress it. They don't, they don't have, they don't verbalize it.
1: I agree 100%.
0: You know, and I, don't, and I honestly don't think getting in a relationship is the time for you to be dealing with your childhood trauma. I 100%.
1: You
0: with that in your singleness.
1: Yes. Yes. What you're saying is so true. And it's so yes. obvious that so many people move on so fast, they don't even get to know the person they're even about to be intimate with.
0: No, I think people use their singleness to date, the, the serial date. Yes. Instead of using their singleness okay. to develop a relationship with God and healthy habits. I agree. You know, meditation, reading, spending quality time with yourself, get to know yourself first. Yes. Before you walk into a relationship. Because that one that person in that relationship is not supposed to fulfill you. Agreed. It's to compliment you.
1: Agreed. Agreed.
0: hundred percent. You know, just like you were speaking, they're supposed to be additions to you. You yes. know, when you're strong in one part and then weak in another part, you're supposed to step in that other part and compensate that part.
1: I agree. You know. hundred percent. Hundred percent. You're hitting the nail on the head of whatever you hit you, you do. You saying right now. Everything is facts. You know, one of my good friends, he um, he's in, he's coming out of a relationship. He set no boundaries. And the woman ultimately controlled him, ran him, disrespected him because he allowed it. And I, t- I keep telling him it was, it was you. It wasn't her. You allowed it. And you just kept hoping that she would change. And he wasn't even given a reason to change. When a person lose access to you, if that don't change them, that I means you definitely know that person never had intentions on changing.
0: I had, to tell, I had a conversation. I had
1: a conversation. Yellow. Call her. Wait. Say it again.
0: I, was, I had a conversation with a young lady the other day. Okay. And, and she was explaining that she was interested in these two males. Yes. And I was saying, okay, well, tell me why you're interested in them. What's about them? For a all I said, why two? Mm-hmm. You know, she was like, well, I just want to keep my options." And I was like, but that's good, because you don't want to be honkered on one person, and you don't, you know, you need to to date and find out what you, you know, what you like. You know what I mean? Not not sex, you have to keep the sex off the table. Sex is off the table. Yes. So I was asking her, I said, what what is it about these gentlemen that you like? She was like, one is funny, one is sincere. And then I told her, I said, and then I said, well, what about the one that's that that's funny. She's like, "Well, oh, he makes me laugh, but he do." I said, "Wait a minute, you're making excuses for this guy." Mm-hmm. You know, your you, your first two sentences you ran off with making excuses.
1: I agree on you, are Making
0: excuses for grown people. No. He, you, I said, "You're not seeing him for what he is. You're seeing potential. Stop dating people for their potential." What is he showing you? Yep. Believe it. Yep. And that's the you truth. Know? And uh, she was. Uh, she accepted it. She accepted my advice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've seen that she was a little upset.
1: This usually comes with the territory.
0: Because I didn't tell her what she wanted to hear. I told her what she needed to hear.
1: And I commend you because you told her the right thing, right? And the thing she needs right. to hear is usually the right thing.
0: Right. But I know what I mean. I, I you know, I I'm an advocate for not wasting your singleness on people. Yes. You got one life. Yes, you have one life. You have to live it fully, but you can't live it foolishly. That's no. different.
1: You're 100 percent right. I mean, I definitely appreciate you so much.
0: Yes, very
1: you have, very positive you message.
0: People have to be more intentional. Be intentional about your friendships, your relationships. Where you store your money, where you store your time. Mm-hmm. Be intentional.
1: Yes, and like you said though, and be and be open, and they just watch what they do. You know, a person can sit there and tell you they want to do something great, but if they're not moving on it, it's like, come on, it's a joke.
0: Right, exactly.
1: You know, and that's that's become that's become a prominent thing. People are so captivated by what people say, and they don't do anything. No,
0: got, you know what? Honestly, I think we had so many role, so many bad role models of marriage. Yes. And that's what we've taken from it. We've taken the bad from it, not the good. We've we've never seen somebody stick out a whole marriage. I've never seen a one in front of me demonstrate marriage all the way to the end. I've always seen somebody give excuses. Oh, they got options. First of all, it's too many options. Yes. Everybody looks for an excuse to leave. Nobody right. wants to weather it.
1: Because society, you know, no, you could drive on the highway right now, and it says for two ninety nine, you can get a divorce, right?
0: I think they may be
1: just attracted to the wedding. That's it. They just want the wedding. I've noticed that a lot too. i
0: noticed that a lot nobody too.
1: Nobody wants to work. No. Because <laughs> they think it's supposed to be easy.
0: Right. You no. Know, so, I love you. I love your podcast. I love
1: you so much. I appreciate you.
0: <laughs> I'm always commenting, and I love it. Great work. work. Listen, Great
1: work. the people like you is what make me do this, you know, and I appreciate you for supporting. And, you know, keep telling tell a friend to tell a friend. Everything over here is gonna always be positive, and something productive. You know, we're not talking about nothing negative. We're just trying to mold and elevate. Right. I appreciate you so much. What's your name?
0: Lynette. My name's Lynette.
1: All right, Miss Lynette. Have a great day. Right. All right. Bye.
0: Bye. Right, bye. All
1: right, so guys, you know, Miss Lynette just jumped on the live and said some very, very, very. Valid points, you know. But I'm noticing the transparency in relationships is not transparent. I have women still telling me uh, deals that and he made to her 20 years ago. He still hasn't done half of those things because she's allowed it for 20 years. 20 years. Somebody in my life need to hear this right now, and maybe that time to put your foot down. Maybe that time for you to stop living in your life. It may be that time for you to wake up and stop lying to yourself about what could, should, and is gonna happen. If it is gonna happen, it should have happened already. When a person has true intentions for you, you'll see it within a very short period of time. But the problem, as she said, is we jump in the bedroom too fast. They say sometimes you might run past the the, the red flag so fast that you ignore them, you don't even see them because you move too fast. You got to know the representative. You got intimate with the representative. You did not get intimate with the person that's really who that person is. You don't know that person's psychological sting. You don't know that person's objective, their agenda, and their motive. All you knew is this person was attractive and told you every bit of the right things. And the problem is you believed it. And now this person lives up to none of the potentials that they said that they would do. And the problem is, the potential was what they said verbally and was never by their actions. Potential is when a person is riding a bike and they fall off and they get back up and ride again. That means that person has potential to learn how to ride a bike. Potential is not someone saying they're going to do something that they don't do. That is not potential. That is hope that you believe that person is going to change. We need to change that today. Stop lying to ourselves. Learn our value and stop allowing people to lower our value. Know that every day on earth, Alive is better than dead. And the moment you start allowing yourself to enjoy life, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, is the blessing. Sometimes we spend so much time trying to change somebody that we lose focus on ourselves. Let me say that one more time. Sometimes we spend so much time on trying to change somebody else that we lose focus on ourselves. Somebody on this live need to fall in love with themselves again. And tell myself I forgive myself for making a lot of poor decisions. And I'm no longer going to continue to do this to myself because today I know my value. I know my worth. And if you're not willing to pay the price that I'm asking, then you can remove yourself. Because I'm comfortable being alone. The problem is this person knows that you're not comfortable being alone. And when a person knows that, they exploit you and they take advantage of you. And as long as you keep allowing them to take advantage of you, they're going to take advantage. Put your foot down today and know your worth. And stop lying to what is, what could, or what should be. Because if it was, it would be. Today's the day that we learn our worth. Till next time, do me a favor. Don't let
0: that go over your head.